Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. One thing about brewing with style is it's more about what you wear, you know? Yeah. Always dress up really nice when I brew, so I definitely good. brew to style. <laughs> you dress up for brew day? No, actually, I wear the same shit I wear all, when I work all day. Just, uh. Except I put shoes on because there are hot liquids. Yeah, don't brew naked. Yeah, never brew naked. No. Why'd you take off your uh, your hipster scarf, Tasty? I thought you looked pretty good in that thing. Yeah, what happened to the lapel? Uh, <laughs> I think I, the audience never, out there wants to see I you in really it. I never really wore that. Huh? It's just a cartoon thing. I don't understand. Oh, whatever. The yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you so, bought the whole story. So I, I get oh. so tired of people like judging me and looking. At, I go to all these events. I go to, you know, meet, you know, uh such and such and and who and who and sure this this politician and that that right. uh, city personnel and this the president whatever right. yeah yeah right and i'm like like uh president obama uh, uh, i'm a brewer this is this is what i wear it's <laughs> like right. t-shirt and you know yeah. blue jeans. so i started uh making shirts that say i'm a brewer this is as dressed up as i get you really have a shirt like that <laughs> yes i should oh, have yeah. that shirt I uh, yeah, I'll give you one. That's made for me. I tell you, and uh, I love it. I'm I, I I rock that thing all the time. Is it a heretic shirt? I mean, I really want one. On the back, it it has the little heretic tag on okay, it. Okay, great. I want that. Uh, yeah. No, can I, I get that in the tap room. Yes, you can. Okay, good reason heretic to get over there. Tap room. There you go. I will. And 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 the like twelve or thirteen beers that are on too. Wow, that's a good lineup. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Any hibiscus beer? Bringing it. Yes. <laughs> Petit Rouge. What's it called? Oh, that's what's. Uh, Petit Rouge. They're holding back here to drink it all after you leave, kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, I, I would like a Petit Rouge, but I, no, I can't get that. That's part. worth noting. Uh, we're actually at the uh, the Hop Grenade in, in Concord, California. That's true. This is their uh, second giant, Tuesday uh, they've been open. This is a giant uh, upgrade in studio quality. Yeah, this rocks. A bunch of crazy college chicks out there. It's just amazing uh, what a, what the party that's going on. Mike's working in. Kind of wish I wasn't working actually. But. <laughs> Hard at work, tasty. But on the breaks, Shit. I you know get a meet a few and stuff like that. Well, you know who else works really hard for us? Is that, is that a homebrew shop for us? What's that for their customers? Shop? Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Northern Brewer. Oh yeah. Check them out. You want somebody who works really hard for you to make sure you're a satisfied customer? And your yeast shows up on Saturday for brew day? Right. Fresh ingredients? I mean, they, you know, if you're an extract brewer, they go through hundreds, literally hundreds of gallons of extract per day. day. Yeah. It's fresh. You know, they get the, you know, you get those drums in there, they, they're gone. 55-gallon drum? Done. Gone. It's not like, well, did this drum come in this month? No, this drum came in this day. Done. They rock quality, freshness, selection. Seven ninety nine shipping on on most stuff. I mean, just incredible. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And and they've been supporting this show for the past eight years. They've been paying. They've been writing a check, so you don't have to pay goddamn anything for this show. It's for, free. So free the, the least you could do, go to northernbrewer.com and seriously Get go to brew northern on brewer. There northernbrewer.com if you see something you want to order that you can't find at your local homebrew shop or something like that absolutely order it bam you know support your local homebrew shop obviously because that's how the 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 industry has grown but 
you know, there's there's things that they can't have. And, you know, when you want to make all the beers that we're talking about on this show, you're going to need to order something from Northern Brewery. They'll take good care of you. They will give you good prices. They'll give you good shipping. And you should thank them for supporting this show. So when you buy something in the memo, say yes. thanks for supporting, uh, you know, the BN. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, supporting uh, Bring the Style. Right. The Jamel Show. Thank you very much. That would be the least you can do. And then I know Moscow takes that stat, plugs it into some equation, looks at the impressions, be like, oh, that advertisement ad paid off. And he beats off on... Oh, <laughs> I, I, he... We'll cut that out in post. I, I don't know if the sponsor uh, considers that an endorsement or not. Right, right. Uh, he rubs one out to to the Northern Brewer website. <laughs> well, it's really attractive. Have you been there? I think it's I think it's quite nice. It's a nice website, yeah. All right. What what else is quite nice is we're doing uh, English barley wine, and we're just going to follow up a double IPA collaboration right. brew with it, right? So this was Plissé's idea. Uh, give get Jamel down here, feed him a bunch of beers, then do like double IPA, then do barley wine. We want to see how then, far Jamel can go. See how loose he is in the parking lot and what what. You <laughs> What you could do Take to me. Maybe, I don't know. There you go. I'm just saying. That's what we're talking about. All right. So we're we're doing English barley wine today. Yeah, we are. You want to hear about it? Here we go. <laughs> it's like you read my mind. It's almost like you looked at me. I could right. sense it. We've done yeah. the show before, haven't you? <laughs> there you go. We, <laughs> we've done the show before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go for it, I've man. been drinking. I'm like, next step. Okay. What do you think, John? I don't know. Uh, yeah, English barley wines, you know, they're very malt forward. They're not a hop forward like the American barley wine. They tend to have more of a biscuity, uh, bready malt note to it, and the aroma and the flavor. Uh, it's very rich. You know, the gravity can range from 1080 to 1020. The IBUs go from 35 to 70. So that's a br- pretty broad range of IBUs. Uh, the final gravity uh, finishes around 1020 to 1030. Visually, it'll range anywhere from, you know, gold to dark amber. And Props to Scott. I mean, we're drinking five barley wines here, and, and you definitely get a broad range of color here on our table, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, overall, you know, you should have this very malty, velvety, uh, rich malt character. You know, English, you know, hops, English malts, uh, all English forward, and it's definitely a, a sipping beer, a late-night beer, maybe a dessert beer, uh, but it's definitely English barley wine. Maltiness, goodness. Just drink. <laughs> I don't know. Drink. That's enjoy. all I say. Just drink. Brew. Brew and joy. Brew and enjoy. There you go. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, discuss, uh, you know, something more about the style and, and the uh, commercial examples we have. We'll be back right after this.
All right, we're back. We're enjoying uh, uh, quite an interesting selection of (laughs) uh, beers here. We've got um, everything from, so this one's this one. This one's this one. While Jamil is sorting, this you can one, call uh, 888-401-BEER if you have questions you on go. the barley wine style. There you go. <laughs> you can call us. 888-401-BEER or 888-401-2337 for, for those of you like me. Who are drinking who barley once, wine. Once you drink, uh, don't like to look at the phone letters to figure out numbers. So your brewery isn't like 1-800-HERETIC? You didn't uh, go complicated Hell like that? Hell no. Hell no. Because you know who's calling you. Yes. And they can't figure People that out. Who drink. He's got the right amount go. of letter quantities. I mean, there you go. So, there, yeah, these beers go. are all highly flavored for this sure. One, God, this is going so that one, that one needs yeah. to go on that one. This one is that one right there. Is this up your alley, this Tasty? Do you like the barley wine? No, no, barley wine. Even like even uh, most of the double IPAs, it's uh, like above 8% or uh, way outside my uh, my area of expertise. Well, I don't drink there, you know? For me, um, you know, uh, when it's really well done, it is to die for. Yeah. There are so many shitty examples. That <laughs> there really are. They're too sweet, usually. That, that you know, they suck. <laughs> All right. So what we have is uh, J.W. Lee's Harvest Ale, 1999. 99. 1999. That was, that was not a, a verbal Right. 99. 15 years. That thing's got some age. It's partying like We've got the uh, Ale Smith Old Numbskull. We've got the J.W. Lee's Harvest Ale uh, 10, Brewed in 10, Limited Edition. We've got Old Stock uh, from uh, North Coast uh, 2014. And we've got, a, you know, kind of an outlier, the Rogue New Crustacean Barley Wineish Imperial IPA Sorta. 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 How strong is that one? Is that obtainable there? It is 11.6. That doesn't drink like that. Okay, well, oh. No, it hides no. it really well. No. That's now, why when they said barley wine sorta, I thought maybe, yeah, because it's lower, but no. It, uh, it's like barley port. It's right up there. Our uh, beloved uh, GM, uh, Kevin, has brought us water, and I think we need it for this show. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't seem to have it near me. Oh, Kevin doesn't understand. I had five it. sips and I'm buzzed off of those. <laughs> right? It just, well, whew, it goes right to your head. I mean, Jesus. He brought it in a bottle. Have you, you know, let, let, let's jump right in. Have you guys had a chance to. Uh, I have. Yeah. Tasties? You know, what, what's, oh. what's, your, what's your take on it? The yeah. Rogue. The Rogue. I get a, like a butterscotch note to it. Um, I thought it was more American barley wine, not, not really to style for an English. Um, for eleven percent beer, I was pretty. I mean, that's pretty drinkable for eleven percent. Um, scary. The Alesmith, I you know, I I really liked it, but it was kind of too caramelly for me. The it was a little solvently, a little too alcoholy. But you know, that's that's the style. I mean, how can you not have those characteristics? Um, the the ninety nine, I I really like I really like the oxidation, the malt character that comes mm-hmm. through. I think that really kind of brings out this funky ester note to it mm-hmm. you know I, I think that's what barley wines need is that oxidation of esters to really give it that complexity to it right you, you're you're talking oxidation of esters you're talking about how how alcohols certain alcohols combine 
with oxidation or with with development to uh, become become esterification of alcohols to uh, become esters. And, uh, you know, those alcohols, those higher alcohols, those esterification alcohols, they are dependent on, you know, fermentation, fermentation, stress fermentation, fermentation that produces those those alcohols and, uh, you know, or different types of yeast. And over time, those evolve, correct? Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, all the flavors evolve over time. Um, you know, even if there's no oxidation, there is staling over time. You know, heat and, uh, you know, time, uh, you know, there there's a certain transition of, uh, you know, flavors and compounds that become, uh, you know, more caramelly or more malty or more, you know, uh, uh, the bittering drops out. Uh, the, the, the compounds that, that provide the bittering, they will actually... Uh, you know, settle out in a beer. Yeah, I always found in barley wines the caramel flavors tend to be more apparent the older mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. The syrupiness kind of c- cuts right. through more. Well, and usually oxidation. So, you know, you get these these beers that are, uh, you know, packaged with a crown cap, and they leak oxygen. You know, that's why, you know, cans tend to be a little bit better. Uh, you know, these those crown caps tend to leak unless they're, you know, sealed with oxygen, uh, with wax or something like that against oxygen. Hmm. All right, so your your number one, John, is I'm actually going to go with the 99, the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, JW Lees. Mm-hmm. I just like I thought it had the most character to it, the mm-hmm. overall age impression to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd followed up with the 2000, uh, was it 2010? You know, I thought that had a Cracker Jack note to it. Uh huh. It was just like a cracker box Jack. of Cracker Jacks. Hmm. You remember those as a, a kid? Yes, it was Cracker Jack. Yes, Cracker Jack's been around since like 1914. Yeah, so I, yeah. I remember it as a kid. <laughs> We've heard of it, <laughs> you know. And then the uh, old, the old stock North Coast it was definitely probably more balanced of a beer. But when I'm looking for a barley one, I want that age. So I went with the 99. Uh-huh. Would you, if you uh, didn't know what the uh, the 99 JW was, would you guess it was a barley one? Yes, you would. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was so. Um, yeah, it's got a classic. Old stock would be three. What would be four? Uh, four Ale Smith, mm-hmm. and then five Rogue. And not because the Rogue is a bad beer, because it's out of style. Out of style. Yeah. Which we didn't think it really was to style, right. but we're having fun. Right. Yeah. But good beer is nice job in Moscow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Scott, have you had a chance to taste all the beer? I have. Um, the uh, impression? I, yeah, I wish I would have done it in a different order, but I just didn't know what I was doing. Um, the Rogue One, <laughs> well, as you know, <laughs> right? As if, right. right? I don't know why I stated that. It's not any different than normal. Yes. The uh, the Rogue, it's to me, it just tastes like a it tastes like a really malty IPA. I would never peg this as a barley wine. I, I don't know anything, but I that it, it's too it's too um, hop assertive for me to guess it was a barley wine. It tastes like an IPA with too much malt, a, a big IPA. Um, right. Not not quite in the barley wine ish. I mean, barley wine ish. Maybe Amer. It, it it's not quite American barley wine. It's very big IPA. Not quite barley wine. I think it's everything the label says. I think Rogue Rogue has done a nice job with making something to no style. And ha- <laughs> people like that one. <laughs> Have we? Have we clarified the difference between American and English style? 
American tends to be hoppier, uh, tends to be not quite so caramel forward, uh, tends to use some other dark malts and a, and, and a different kind of caramel flavor and a little more, uh, you know, again, hop and alcohol forward, uh, bittering forward. If you look at, uh, you know, uh, Sierra Nevada's uh, Bigfoot, uh, if you if you taste that fresh, it's just bitter as all hell and not so good, and you let it age and... And the bittering drops out, and then it's got a nice balance to it. But it's still very hop forward. Uh, British, very caramel forward. The uh, JW10 mm-hmm. uh, was, I found it to be undrinkable. Uh, that uh, taste, I had written uh, vegetal, mm. grass, yuck, and uh, Tasty said celery, and that mm. then it, that kind of drove it home. That's exactly what it is. Mm. And uh, I find that grassy celery note to be horrible, undrinkable. Okay. Right. Uh, the 99, by contrast, and it makes me wonder if that beer had it when it was younger and it's since dropped out because all that's really left is that, that sweetness, the malt sweetness. Mm-hmm. I do find it delightful. It's uh, really sort of uh, licorice-y and vanilla-y, very, very pungent Figgy. aroma. Fig. I wrote fig, Jay-Z. Look at that. Look at that. Fig, baby. Look at that. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Very sweet, but very, very smooth. I would never uh-huh. guess it's as old as it is. It's really good. All the carbonation's still there. How is that possible, by the way? How is it still so carbonated? It's in a sealed bottle. <laughs> I feel like I've had aged yeah. beers, and that drops out, doesn't it? No, it was shitty, never there to begin shitty with. Cap, yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's never there to begin I with. Think, it's hard to carbonate know, strong I beer. wonder about this uh, 99. I think maybe they like aged it at the brewery and then like bottled it in 2014. Oh, is that what you think? That would make sense. Yeah, package I don't think, doesn't I don't look think like 1999 yeah, style labeling or anything else. Package back then. Interesting. 11.5%. That's nuts. Would you believe that? You're so creepy. Our first brew from <laughs> we might the see nice Vivo here in a few minutes. No. Harvest of <laughs> barley and hops. This fully fermented uh, strong ale has been brewed by J.W. Lee's at. Uh, uh, celebration of the brewer's art since 1985. Rose can be enjoyed now or laid down like a vintage wine for enjoyment in years to come. Coming up next on the show, Jamil reads Crime and Punishment. <laughs> it's War and Peace. Douchebag. So, Scott, I just messaged you. So, this is good radio. <laughs> hey, hey, the listeners cannot see what's on the label. Yeah, Give I me mean, a freaking break. Know? There's a camera right there. Hey, it's called the Jamel Show for a reason. Don't don't challenge me, Bevo. I apologize. Jamil. I'll go back to being quiet. Christ. There you go. <laughs> Uh, just to wrap it up, the, we didn't the have this so your before. your your top one was ninety nine. Uh, well, um, no, actually, I no. think my top one was Numskull. I, I I thought the Numskull was was perfectly balanced. It, it tasted just like a barley wine to me. Well, you hated it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It, I, it struck me as the most barley winey. I would probably drink JW after dinner. I would pour that first, but for the style show and it, it just I'm picking that as my number one. And then the old stock to me was hazelnutty, and uh, I get the most distinct alcohol flavor from the old stock, and it's got a bite from whatever the hops, I guess. Um, All of them were pretty good, except the JW10. I would pick the Numskull as my number one. There you go. 
No, Numbskull is number Numbskull. one. Numbskull. So we got a 99 is number one. We got a Numbskull is number one. What, what did you have the Numbskull as? Uh, uh, John. What's my name? John. What's my name? Who brewed Numbskull? Hale Smith? Yes. Does that matter? They were uh, they were third. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna repeal my number two, and I'm gonna move up Old Stock as number two from the North Coast. I'll put Ale Smith as number three. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I'll put Rogue as fourth, and then I'll put the 2010 as fifth because of the because of the Cracker Jackie. Cracker Jackie. Yeah. Uh, Tasty, your 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 Jackie. My Jackie. What does that mean? What what Jackie do you have? Oh, um, well, uh, I kind of threw out the uh, the J.W. Lee's uh, 2010. Just didn't, has a really weird uh, flavor that I'm not happy with. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Rogue as well. It's not really a, a barley wine. So mm-hmm. down to these three beers here. Uh, the uh, 1999 J.W. Lee's, uh, I really like it. Very typical of a English barley wine. You know, like a, this is one of those that I could see in like a in a homebrew competition kind of thing would like be the one everybody like because it's got that old uh, kind of slightly oxidized but not abusive you know not annoyingly oxidized flavor but my, my favorite beer here is the uh, North Coast uh, Old Stock uh, really hides the alcohol well uh, has a great balance between uh, yeah, hops and alcohol and uh, and malt oh. really like that thought the Ale Smith has high, high alcohol kind of a, a little bit Annoying, it doesn't hide the alcohol very well at all. So, uh, my number one is North Coast Old Stock, hmm. and the huh. J.W. Lee's uh, 1999, and then huh. uh, Ale Smith third. What's uh-huh. the ABV on the North Coast? The North Coast bottle is being passed around, and it says California redemption value is and Bevo 11.8 on the old stock. Wow. So, okay. it's there. No, there's it's there. there. There's 11.5. That's really, really balanced. It's hiding it, isn't it? It really balanced. Yeah. Bevo? Pressure, too. She's got her headset off. She's talking to Justin. Oh, Bevo? What is your impression of English barley wines? Well, I only had this one and the Rogue, but I'm enjoying this one very much. Which one is that one? I have the 99. It reminds me of Port. Yeah, it is Port-like. Very Very much. Port-like is a great descriptor. Yay, me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There you go. Um... A great descriptor of, you know, aged barley wine. That's what you're looking for yeah, in English super. barley wine. You want that port-like character. That is, you know, exemplary of port, Cork. exemplary of uh, English barley wine. All right. I'll tell you all um, a little story. You want to give your opinions when we get back? Yeah. Tease the Jamil opinions <laughs> and what you've been waiting for after oh, the break. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all how, I can't wait, how, but I how, could how, wait. Hey, you don't know what the hell you're talking about after this.
All right, we're hey, back. Hey, hey. We're having uh, the world's most interesting time doing shows at the Hop Grenade. I, I look forward to it. I, I love the new venue. I'm, 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 I'm loving this. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Have you been to Chicago? I've dreamt of it, but no. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You can take that dream. You could combine it with a a course at the Siebel Institute. SiebelInstitute.com. It's America's oldest brewing school. They do. They have more courses available than than any other brewing school. They do everything from uh, you know advanced home brewing to professional brewing courses. If you want to become you know the master cicerone, if you want to become the 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 BJCP grandmaster, they can do for you the style education that you need. Go. Go there. If you want to become a professional brewer, I know when I'm hiring brewers, if somebody has gone through the trouble of studying courses either online or in person, they have campus-based, they got got web-based courses. Hmm. If somebody has gone through the trouble of paying their own money to become a Siebel graduate, it actually carries weight with me. When I'm looking at their resume, I'm like, hey, all right, so somebody yeah, has they, paid, time. And, and, and they put in the time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, all right, here's somebody who could uh, possibly be a great brewer for us. So if you're looking at that, I would suggest going to SiebelInstitute.com, checking them out. Great folks. They've got a lot of education there for you, so uh, you know, check them out soon. You know who might be uh, the next uh, disciple in the Siebel course is uh, our newest certified Cicerone staff member. <laughs> All right. T- introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, Teresa Wisnant, and I just found out today I passed. So Yeah. Nice. Wow. Give her a hand. Woo-hoo. That's you. big. Isn't that Way big? Thank you very much. I, I am Whoa. very impressed that you scored her to work here. <laughs> well, she wasn't a Cicerone when we hired her. Yeah. She's still very awesome. I've I've known her for a couple of years now, yeah. and, and she's you know just a great person she's to okay. have work hey. at at a, at a at a place like this. She is. I'm excited to be here. I, I uh, it was. I mean, Tasty, you told me about it. I mean, multiple times before I was here. I lived down the street, and it's somewhere where I I'm excited to be here and to work here. I mean, these people are awesome. It's a great kind of crowd to be around, especially. Having access to this, so and she knows when to lie. <laughs> yeah, she said you were awesome. I, and I almost believed that is her. I mean, that is did you used to be an attorney? <laughs> Maybe. I've met a lot of ex-attorneys in this world. All right, well, it's, it's a bartender thing. <laughs> make, them, make them feel. Special. Go pour some more beer. Nice work on your exam. Thank nice you. Job. Thanks, Teresa. All right. Congrats. Hey, that's, so, a, that's some kick-ass staff right there, if you tell me. I mean, jeez. Oh, yeah. One weekend, you got a oh, Cicerone yeah. person serving you beer. Do not mess with that. No kidding. She took it on her own accord, too. Dude, that's what you want. People that want to, like, strive to grow and become better. And, you know, I, I've known her for a couple of years. She's smart. She's, she's yeah. you know, very personable and, uh, you know, very interested in beer. And, and that's the kind of per- person you want serving you, you know. It, 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 somebody doesn't need to be the, the greatest beer knowledge in the world with somebody that's passionate about beer with, that you are and uh is you know friendly and interesting and you know good to talk to good choice yeah i, you know, I uh, would hire someone like Scott. that in in a heartbeat speaking of Teresa and siebel uh her brother Wynn, is uh, getting coming back from the uh, 26 week siebel course 
Oh, is that right? He's in uh, Germany now, yeah, finishing up at the Domans. Runs in the blood. Academy, yeah. <laughs> He'll be back looking for some work, you know. And uh, right. you know. So, Jamil, if you're right. hiring, there's a brewer coming right. back from Germany. All right. Let's get back to our beers. Oh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. what they, this barley what the, that's what the listeners wanted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Barley wines. English oh. barley wines. Okay. All right. I will say Wouldn't that uh, John Plissay and uh, Bevo Moore were uh, the correct in choosing the J.W. Leaves Harvest. The 99. 99. That is absolutely, absolutely freaking fantastic. It's really good. You can't tell, but I'm wine. raising the roof right now. That is, it's, it's like a couple shows in a row, Bebo's right. I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, it's the classic, uh, the, the, the BJCB judges would love that beer. I agree with that. Bebo's actually right a lot. I think people that I personally uh, find the North Coast Weirdly. so much easier to drink. Thank you. No, that, the 99 is delicious. That's the 99 is incredible. Mm. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's English barley wine right there. Yeah, that's really good. That's the epitome of, of English barley wine. The North Coast Old Stock. It's a little too light on body, not enough malt. Lacking in body. Yep. Lacking in malt character. Um, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but it is a a faint, a faint, the whisper, whisper 99. of what the ninety nine is. <laughs> all right. What what beer do you want to bash on next? The ten, the ten, yeah, let's the go 10, for the ten. Right. Nobody, nobody liked the ten, right? And here's the thing about the ten, and I won't taste it again. Um, <laughs> just a sniff, <laughs> sniff is all you needed. Jalapeno is what oh, I got. Oh wow, yeah, a bold That's jalapeno. Your thing. Take? Yes. Oh yeah, it's funny when you say it, you can smell it, right? Ah. It's very peppery jalapeno. The ten. It's subtle, but it's there for uh, sure. For me, you know, n- not so good. All right, next. Uh, Alesmith. Alesmith, yeah. The old numbskull. Hmm. A much better body than the old stock, 2014. Some more, more caramelly. But it's got, you know, a bit of a... Um, There's a funky caramel a, note. A funky kind of thing going on there. It, it's all right. I would put the, the old stock and the old numbskull kind of on an even plane. I, I see why somebody would choose one over the other. But both are just nothing like the Lee's 99. Right? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Yeah, in terms of like uh, the rogue BJCP. Thing. I would say terms of BJCP. What are we talking about here? I'm talking about beer I could drink, like you know, pints of drinkability. Well, drinkability. then we're, we're, we're barley wine's not drink like right. We're session. not talking about pints of barley wine. <laughs> well, a pour, I should say. Oh, there you go. Appropriate size, like okay, ten ounces. In a I sniff. could drink all these glasses that we have in front of us. I could drink. Could you drink four, a lot of the uh, four of the Lees the before Lees? I could drink one of really? it's so any rich of the others. And, and big and right, but it's the you know it doesn't have the harshness, it doesn't have all the funk, it doesn't I have measure all the beers highly that hide alcohol. I think that's important. The Lees hides the alcohol great. Yeah, I, I mean so. it's it does. sweet. The only the only thing that I would say as a yeah, drinker, it's really sweet because the hops have dropped out over it. The only thing I would say as a drinker against the Lees is that it's quite sweet. Yeah, but 
It still has that grainy note to it. No, the that's grainy. What the it's a beer. It's, wine it's, is. it's that port character that that Bevo talked about. You know, the epitome of you know a great barley wine. This is sipping by the fire. This is you know enjoying a small. When you drink port, do you do you pour the pint glass of port? No. No, it's you know it's appropriate people size. All, yeah. The world yeah. drank all sorts of port, right? It's a sipping beer for sure. Right, that's what the barley wine is. Barley wine. I'm saying. Well, that just defines the ABV. <laughs> no, no, no. Drinkability it, is it, what it, you it can. It defines the entire beer. Yeah. It's a beer that is very wine-like. If you if you go through no. the BJCP thing, well, and, and, and you can say port-like, well, you're saying you you're right. And I'm says, saying wine-like. It says wine-like. But you, but you, but important point. No, you could, you could argue with the with the style guide, which we do all the time. But um, really, no, yeah, right. right. Fuck the guy. Every show, guide. we haven't knocked it today. Let's find no, something we, wrong with no, this we've one. knocked it multiple okay. times today. I'm, okay, good. Right, but you know, you 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 can argue with it, but um, you know, when it's describing something in particular, you can say, "Well, I don't care for that," but. You know, something is a great example of that. Oh, it's a great example. That's a 45-point beer there. Right, right, right. 99. Would I drink a pint of it? Well, not oh, a pint. No, I'm talking no, about no. a pour, like, you know, yeah, like Would I drink whatever this is? This is like a five-ounce? It's a five-ounce, yeah. Right. I, I could drink a couple of these five ounces. I could get up to ten ounces of this. Whoa. Wow. That's like show six. But how would you get home? <laughs> Crawl by Eventually, somebody oh, would would identify me from my toe tag and take me <laughs> home. I just had a big sip of that JW Lee's nineteen ninety nine. It is really good, actually. It is. It's, well, it's my my palate's getting good. used to the all this gravity, and I'm getting really stoned. And uh, <laughs> it's you know I'm, it's, I'm taking big sips now, and it really is good. It's got a lot of flavor. It's good. Hey, you know, the really bigger the sip, finish. the better yeah, it is. Port port like. I think that's like. a, that's yeah. a key a key that. thing that uh, you know uh, Bevo brought up. Uh, the Rogue beer, I think, uh, nice beer. Yeah. Actually, you know, more drinkable than some of the others yeah. in quantity. Right. But, uh, you know, not a great, uh, you know, barley wine, either American or English. You know, a little more on the dry side. Right. Which, you know, makes it towards, uh, you know, higher drinkability. Yeah. Is this f- uh, fresh beer? It was poured out of the bottle tonight. The uh, but, but I'm saying it's not, um... I guess the question is, could you age it, given it's sure. like hop? Do you think it would age well? Uh, maybe. That was definitive. There you go. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a better answer after this break. Right after this.
Barley wine. Barley wine. We're back. Barley wine. So we have all determined that the correct people in the crowd were uh, John and Bevo and uh, myself. Because this is totally subjective. Because we. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I had the 99 no, uh, second place. I mean, it wasn't like I. It's uh, called the Jamel Show. That's why. That's why. You count that's it. why. Your vote counts five times. <laughs> all right. At least. We'll yes. the, How uh, many people are in the room? That way. Yeah, all right. Um, <clears throat> so, John, your recipe for brewing a beer like the J.W. Lee's on the spot Harvest, nineteen ninety nine. They hit eleven percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. Age of five gallon years, five gallon batch. <laughs> I'd probably do about twenty five pounds of British pale malt. Mm-hmm. Um. I would do an obscene amount of Northern Brewer hops or Kent Golding hops. I would do no caramel malts, nothing. Boil for two hours. Really, really evaporate a lot of that water off. Caramelize the hell out of it. Get that melanoid thing going on. Uh, Do a gigantic pitch. You might even have to pitch twice. Depends on how the gravity goes. And then I would ferment it probably four to six weeks in the primary for an ale. Just let it ride. Don't add any sugar. Um, that's about it. Can you do the uh, the hops bill one more time over your bed here? Barley wine, twenty five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> For me, what do you think? I'm looking at. Um, oh, I don't have a book. <laughs> <laughs> not, hey. not, not yet, Tasty. I give you two you'll, years. You'll dude. need to write one. My book would be really really short, like five Tasty, recipes. Tasty's corner. Bam. <laughs> Uh, you know, when you're talking extract, you're talking about uh, 15 to 16 pounds of extract. If you're talking bar, uh, malt, you're talking about, uh, I would use a British pale ale malt, uh, around 22 pounds. And I would throw in, you know, some Caramunic. Yeah, like a 60 love Caramunic. Get you that biscuity uh, kind of grainy note to it. And the caramelly, you know, uh, and some Crystal 120. I'm looking at... Uh, you know, uh, you know, just just a small percentage of those. Uh, you know, if you look at something like um, Young's, that's a seven point two percent beer. I've successfully brewed an English barley wine at at seven point two. Turned out fantastic, and that's a, you know a much more approachable. Early on, you can go ahead and just uh, you know brew. And drink, you know, a couple of months later and you have a nice barley wine. If you're looking at something like the J.W. Lee's, you've got to get up into the 10 to 12% alcohol. You have to, I think, um, have some caramel malt in there. I think you've got to go with a British ale yeast. I like uh, the uh, White Labs London Ale or the uh, Y Yeast London Ale. I think it it, it it attenuates the right amount, gives you know a bit of character. It develops this alcohol as it become esterified, and uh, you know you get that that character in there. Hmm. Uh, for hops, I go with um, you know Kent Goldings for the for the character hops. And again, you know if you're going to age something 15 years, eh, it doesn't really matter. I think there is some residual, and I think there are you know like we talked in our previous show about um, hops. Uh, adding to esterification, I think that you know the same thing's true in barley wine. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you could just you know dose in some you know nondescript 
uh, hop in yeah. the bittering. And I'm all about that when it doesn't really matter. But yeah. when I do something like a uh, uh, barley, English barley wine or a German Doppelbach or something like that, I tend to lean towards using um, at least, you know, a hop appropriate to the style. Yeah, stay and, away from citrus and right. And, uh, you don't more. you don't want to go. Yeah, you want to and you want to go something that uh, you know that character is added to the beer. Yeah, uh, like earthy. In, earthy would time. be a flavor that would go well with an aged beer. I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. So uh, you know that's that's kind of the way I'd go. How, how about Sounds you, Tasty? Well, I don't, I've never made an English barley wine. I've only made American, so uh, don't really have much more to add. Uh, I would make. Uh, I might use a little bit of sugar. Uh, get it up there keep it dry keep the you know have like a little bit of a cleaner alcohol kind of character to it you know as long as there's enough body malt to uh to uh make the beer so it's you know it's rich and everything at the end i, I wouldn't make a beer that i would typically want to age you know that'd be i'd, I'd like to make like a, like a beer that did want to uh you know drink fairly early like in like the second or third year mm-hmm. nothing like this beer, which I don't know how we got this from 1999, but uh, it's really good. Well, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of uh, British beers have used uh, simple sugars yeah. as, as part of the recipe. And I, I think one of the things that they tend to do in brewing a barley wine is, you know, uh, in times, in, including the sugar, but uh, I think it's interesting as as Americans will do a barley wine we'll we'll do our simpler beers we won't include simple sugars it's all malt up until a certain percentage and then we're like oh let's throw in the simple yeah. sugars to dry it out yeah i think you know in the english you know there's a lot of uh even small beers beer, yeah. small beers with simple sugars and sure. caramel and things like that mm-hmm. and when they get to the big beers they're just like okay so malt. we're really we're really gonna you know treat this like a you know a treat. It's all malt. Yeah. So I think that you know it's a it's an a interesting reversed, dichotomy yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. When you brewed your uh, your barley wine at uh, such a low alcohol, it's very low for the style seven point mm-hmm. seven and change. Did you get dinged in competitions on that? People saying we like it, but it's not the style. No, I think I think we won. Uh, uh, my friend. Uh, uh, Rick and I, we, we, we brewed a, uh, we were, we were doing a kind of a clone of a young. So I think we went to like, you know, 7.8, something like that. And, uh, you know, seven and a half and we wanted it just like that, like young's, which is a classic example. And the flavors were all there. And the trick was using, you know, British caramel malts using, you know, a, a, a good, you know, floor malted British pale ale malt is the base. And, uh, you know, fermenting with a great, you know, British uh, malt. I think we, we made like 10 gallons. He took five. I took five. And I think we both entered it. And I think both of us placed in the, in the nationals with that. So there you go. Was it aged? Like... Two years, three years in the bottle? I, I think mine was maybe, you know, six to eight months or something like that. Huh. You probably had some oxidation character in there. Yeah, not a lot. No? Not a lot. I, you know, because what I would tend to do is, you know, brew it, ferment it, 
rack it to a keg, let it sit in the keg in the fridge for, you know, six months. And then I'd be like, okay, this is good. Let's go ahead and bottle this. And then it would get sent out. I think, you know, something, you know, closer to the, uh, the Lee's 99, I don't think that was bottled in 99. I think that was bottled recently. I think they, they brewed it. Packaging looked that way, but that that beer wasn't in oak or anything like that. It, it you could tell that it'd been mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty much in an oxygen free environment. There wasn't any uh, very little oxidation in that beer. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. age. Well, and you That's know, a great point. I I think um, one of the things I love about English barley wines or any barley wine is that it's a great sharing moment, right? This yeah. is something that. If you if you brewed a great barley wine, you would share with somebody, uh, you know, when you um, uh, you know had a chance to, uh, you know, meet them at a special uh, occasion. Uh, when when uh, uh, Peter and I were traveling out, we were in Kansas, and Chuck came out and he you know shared his his barley wine with us. Uh, you know, fantastic. If I was at, you know, the HA, you know, uh, homebrew conference, share a barley wine. You know, go big, go home. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, that's one of the other, you know, one of the benefits of being an AHA member. You have, like, you know, first chance at, at being part of that AHA conference. Yep. You know, they support the, the homebrewers. You know, they're, they're looking out for the homebrewers. You've got the uh, Zymergy magazine. You've got the the pub discount program. You know all those things for being an AHA member. I would highly recommend anybody who's not an AHA member. Yeah. You go to thebrewernetwork.com. There's an AHA link there. Click on that. Sign up for to be an AHA member. Support the organization that supports home brewers. A little slice goes back to the Brewing Network. Helps support these shows. And you get a great magazine, you get pub discount program, you get, you know, participation in the, uh, in the AHA, uh, conference, you get, uh, a chance to buy tickets early for yep. GABF member session, right? which that's going to sell out in minutes. So don't delay. Check it out. Check it out. There you go. All right. Good show. Well, there you we, go. We survived. <laughs> Oh my god! Another fine episode. My of, liver. Uh, bring the style. <laughs> so we're gonna hang out at the grenade and uh, drink. drink more. Uh, yeah, more. <laughs> right. I'm going taffle boy Great. though. You oh. guys serve water? Hmm? They do. They have water? these fine clear glass water? crafts that are phenomenal. Water. Who brews that? They don't have much, but they got some. Right. Mother Nature brews it. You oh. talking about high water brewing? Yeah, we have some. <laughs> I tell you, you got you guys got a nice selection. You've got a beautiful staff. You got a beautiful environment here. Lots of outdoor seating for this this incredible weather weather weather, and uh, you've got a wonderful place here. I enjoy it. I'm impressed, which I never thought I would say to you, Scott. <laughs> I think you've said it on the show before, actually. Ah, ah. I, was, I was drunk. I was drunk. Didn't know what he was saying. Huh? Of course I am now, but th- that's fine. <laughs> I was gonna say if you enjoy the show, make sure to check out our sponsors, uh, northernbrewer.com. Check out the Brewery Network store. And uh, Siebel. Brew strong.